Hey, welcome back to Make Your Break. I want to ask you a question. Do you proactively think about the brand that you're building for yourself? Do you have a personal brand right now and you're thinking about how are you perceived by your audience, by your perfect clients? How do you put yourself out to the world? How do you show up on social media, on Instagram, on your TikTok account? What social media account do you use? What do you wear? Who are you seen with? What content do you create? Are you creating desire around your brand? And is it important for you to have a personal brand? So these are all questions and we've got a lot of answers today as I am talking to Nick Onken. Nick Onken is an amazing entrepreneur, amazing photographer, and he also has a podcast called Onken Radio, which is really cool. So he has a program called Identity Alchemist and he calls himself an identity alchemist. He's got a custom hats business. He does his photography. He's traveled the world shooting A-grade celebrities and entrepreneurs and everyone else alike. And I'm going to let you share his story there with all of that. And he also has a program and a course coming out very soon, which I'm really excited about to help us dig deeper on our own personal brand, how we show up, what we look like, the aesthetics, um, the language, everything else in between. So I'm really excited about today's episode. I've actually been uh, following Nick for a long time now on Instagram. I've been loving to see his journey from where he was when he was doing a lot of commercial work and shooting a lot of amazing celebrities and big campaigns and things like that to where he is now as more of an entrepreneur, public speaker, creative, and podcaster and doing a lot of other things in between. So really excited for you. And I think that's pretty much it. If you haven't left me a review yet on the podcast, now is your opportunity. This is your invitation to please leave me a review. Don't forget one lucky winner every single month gets to win a one-on-one session with me that leaves a review so I can help you in your business, dive into the funnels and see how everything works, open up the curtains and expose the problems. And so we can overcome those things. And so you can hit another level in your business. So if you do want to leave me a review for the podcast, then just simply head over to Apple podcast app, go down below and you can leave a whatever star review you would like to leave. You can also, I think you can actually do it on Spotify as well now. So a whole new little thing right there. So I'm going to leave it there. Let's get into today's episode because it's really good. And I know you're going to probably going to come back and listen twice. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Hey, Nick. So good to finally have you on the show. Thanks for having me. Can you just introduce us to you, what you do, uh, what gets you excited and everything else? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's a funny question. I would call myself a creative alchemist at this point in my life or an identity alchemist, perhaps. My background was has been in doing commercial and editorial photography for a good like 17, 18 years. Yeah, wow. And you shot a lot of cool stuff, hey? Yeah, yeah, been around the world, shot celebrities, shot kids in Africa, like everyone in between and all that stuff kind of parlayed into now what I'm calling identity alchemy and helping entrepreneurs and speakers and authors build their personal brands through through uh high-level imagery and kind of porting everything that I've learned from shooting brand global brands and celebrities and, and my own transformational work as well and kind of putting that all into like one little pot and like helping uh, on helping entrepreneurs build their personal brands. So that's, that's kind of the main thing. And then I also have a custom hat business where I do uh, design custom hats for people. 
as well. So, and amongst so other cool. things, I'm doing speaking stuff now and I'm building a course called Identity Alchemy 101 around helping people build their, like teaching people how to do it, uh, kind of DIY their way to a personal brand. So cool, man. Do you think like just these last few years, like working with, you know, around the world, working with so many celebrities and things like that, it's really sort of honed you into finding that little superpower of yours of the thing that you're interested in and seeing like people that seem to do well in life have a really strong and amazing and visual personal brand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at who's at the top, they've all got, most of them have a pretty, pretty strong personal brand. I'd say Lewis Howes is probably one, you know, on the entrepreneurial side who has taken that journey as well. Like I've done that. I've helped him build his brand uh, through visuals, through photography and kind of taken the ideas, you know, like I've photographed Justin Bieber and Usher and like in their own context. Right. And so it's like the idea of how celebrities build their profile in an industry that kind of already kind of makes, has them do that. Right. So I'm kind of, I'm teaching entrepreneurs how to take that same approach, but on their own. Yeah. Wow. And so just being surrounded by all these like high frequency movers and seeing that, that they sort of lean into their brand and everything. Was that the thing that kind of sparked it for you? Or was it something that you kind of already knew, but you were sort of observing how everyone uses it in a different way? Yeah, I think a lot of it is just distilling everything that I've learned over the last 20 years of doing this. I was a graphic designer before I was a photographer. So that also plays into the idea of branding. And so that's that was my first kind of perspective in helping people with that. And then then got jumping into photography. I learned so much about building, you know, doing lifestyle campaigns for brands like Nike and Coca-Cola and Reebok and all these huge brands and taking these like huge productions of you know, I'll have 30 people on set and like working with a creative director and building out the shoot from like props, styling, wardrobe, hair and makeup, talent, all these different things. And those concepts that I learned to do that, even with talent, like celebrities, you're still doing the same thing. You're, you're creating a concept with them, uh, whether it's for a magazine editorial or even a brand and creating those components, those storytelling components around them. So having done that for years, I was taken all of that, that whole similar idea. So that's how, when I do photo shoots with entrepreneurs today, that's how I build out the shoots for them. So mm-hmm. I'll have them, we'll build out their story. Like really it's about their unique story uh, and telling that through visual identity and through utilizing props and wardrobe and locations and all these different things. So yeah, that's kind of like the the process and like where I've pulled these different things from, you know, and then working with celebrities, it's like working with personalities and pulling personality out of them. And so many different things along the way that I've learned that is like really translated to the here and now. I was just thinking, like you were saying that you've worked with like Lewis Howes and, and people like that, like someone like Lewis, is it fun learning and getting to know some of these entrepreneurs on a deeper level and then trying to like, and looking at how they're perceived online as well, like from, you know, sort of like a different viewpoint and then trying to work out how can I bring something that's a little bit different or how can I like best amplify the story that they already have that's already working? Yeah, I mean, it it definitely is. It's been super cool. I mean, I think that's kind of the, especially why I love it now. Well, I love doing this even more than the commercial work now is because I get to work with these amazing people who are mm. like thought leaders and they're like doing something to actually change the world, right? Instead of boosting commercialism where, you know, these people are... <laughs> 
like creating ideas and thoughts and raising consciousness and all these different things that they have, everybody has like a different message, right? So it's really kind of taking that message. So working with somebody like Lewis, it's like, okay, what's his message? You know, for instance, like his message is greatness, right? Like rise, you know, greatness, everything's about greatness for him. And so I had pitched him the idea of going to Cappadocia, Turkey, and shooting with the hot air balloons there for the idea of like rising to your greatness. And so that's like, he loved that idea. So we went to Turkey, we did this whole shoot out with the hot air balloons every morning for a few days and, wow. and built this whole aesthetic and this whole kind of theme uh, around it. So yeah, I mean, and when you meet Lewis, Lewis is like such a, uh, he's like such a warm, friendly loving guy uh, kind of like tony robbins actually I, when i met tony with lewis he was just like you felt like you knew him for years yeah well wow. he just like has that that warmth that personality so um you know and i i, I would hope that everyone has that right and i think the, the process <laughs> of identity alchemy is really pulling that who that person is authentically and telling that story congruently throughout from like who they are to the actual images that we're creating the concepts and then you know the personality comes out on set when that's where the magic happens right we create all the elements and then we get in the moment of, of doing the shoot and that's where their personality comes out that's where i draw it out of them and we just play and have fun it is it's pretty amazing because i feel like what you're doing is playing and having fun and like you get these clients let's say lewis for instance that says yes to this idea of going to turkey yes to like jumping in a hot air balloon yes let's do these things it seems like they're literally like wanting to play with you but they fully trust your vision as well and then you are trying to make a space where it's just like if we go into this if we go and do the thing you know get onto a hot air balloon like i don't know what's going to happen but i feel like something is going to pull from that and so like it's kind of a funny one because as creative sometimes we have these big expectations for ourselves but i feel like you approach it with a collaborative kind of perspective and then just like we're, we're creating something together. Yeah, it really is because, you know, people have, it's when their personality comes out and, you know, they know their own world better than I do. Right. So when something happens on set, they might have an idea of like, oh, I like to do this. I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's, let's see what that looks like. And let's create like a, uh, an idea or a concept or a creative direction out of that. So that's the kind of the beauty of the, the magic that happens. And I, as I try to pull as much as I, as I can out before we do the shoot, but a lot of times, you know, sometimes stuff just comes out on the shoot and I encourage them to play. And if they have any ideas, like, you know, throw it out there, you know, we can try it. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So mm. I know this um this might sound like a bit of a silly question to you, but how when you meet someone like Lewis or um, Tony Robbins or any anyone like this, how conscious do you think that they are around actually building their personal brands? You know, because I know um, there's so many entrepreneurs out there and they think that like by accident, this person was just interesting. By accident, that person just had a good story to fall on or they had talent or they had something else. But like how, like just thinking about those people, like how intentional are they when they come to like putting themselves online or creating content or collaborating with different people or the way that they dress, the way that they present themselves? Yeah, you know, honestly, like I find all all sorts of different types. And um, Lewis is kind of one who has always been into putting himself out there, mm -hmm. uh, especially uh, as, you know, he calls it GQ branding, which you know, basically is kind of like, it's like magazine style photographs for your brand, which is the way that celebrities actually build their brand and get in magazines. And that's how they like create this. Like, what I shoot in is called elevated realism. 
as where it like it looks aspirational it's like you want to be there with that person or you want to be that person but it's also relatable at the same time so mm. creating an aesthetic that's the aesthetic that i like to create when i'm shooting and so yeah it is it's like there's i mean he has that like he's always been about that which i love and then there's also people that like have no idea i've met like super super successful people who have zero personal brand so I think, you know, there's people that want to like learn and really personal branding is about building your legacy and mm. building like thought leadership and building audience. If that's your desire, if that's your mission is to reach more people then building your personal brand is what you want to do. Cause that's going to put you out there. It's going to put you on stages. It's going to put you in, you know, on podcasts, it's going to put you everywhere essentially. And to share your message. Right. It's really interesting that you just said like you get these, um, GQ like photo shoots, these perfect photo shoots where someone looks unattainable. So like it like builds their brand as in they're like becoming a celebrity, but you're bringing the other side where they become more attainable. And it's so interesting because like everyone likes something different, but I feel like everyone wants the unattainable because that's, that's awesome. Like on the outside perspectives, like you're fascinated by these unattainable people. And then when the wall and barrier breaks down and all of a sudden they are human, just like you, and you see them just you know, like you relate to them on a deeper level. Like, I feel like that's sort of like the bridge that you bring in. And do you think that's like really important for them as a personal brand? I think so. Yeah. Because like, you don't want to be so far unattainable that people think you're too far out there, right. Un unreachable. And you know, there are, there's, if you look through GQ or Esquire or any of these magazines, like it depends on the creative direction of the magazine, but GQ tends to use a lot of kind of more similar like lifestyle portraiture or elevated realism that looks kind of similar to what I do, uh, the style that I shoot in. So uh, it does bring a little bit of that edit high, high editorial, but still fun, relatable piece to it, depending on the, on the uh, creative direction. So I think that's the biggest piece with the personal brand is to still have a relatable piece, you know, show personality, show who you are, tell the story of who you are, in whatever you know in the in the photography that you're creating for your brand and so i'm going to kind of teach in the identity alchemy 101 course that i'm coming out with in a couple months or in a month that that's a lot of what i'm going to teach is like how do you distill who you are how do you deconstruct who you are and then curate who you want the identity that you want to step into um and almost like curate and envision and then the becoming piece the third step is becoming that identity both on and off camera right because you know, it, it really is who you are and who you be in the world. And the camera just like crystallizes that, captures it and crystallizes it, and puts it out online. But, you know, it's like one of those things where I don't know if you've ever like met people where they're like, you're like, you're so much like your Instagram and it feels so congruent, so authentic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for uh, sure. That's what I'm wanting to teach people how to do. So, you know, it'll go into like hiring the right photographer and how to what to look for and things like that. So... I also think like with your brand, when I'm looking at your brand, I'm looking at your website right now, there's also an aspect of aspirational. And I think like so often when a lot of people think it needs to be unattainable or it needs to be like really approachable. But a lot of the times also it's like having something in your brand where it's aspirational. So I look at your brand and I'm like, you know, so why is everyone hiring him? And then I have a look at your personal brand and it's like, I aspire to have a standout personal brand just like you. And I, you know, like you've, you've got great fashion, you're doing some really cool things. And so you think about these, like in, in the back of your mind, like as I'm looking at a photo like this, it seems really relatable, but then I also, there's like this little bit of 
aspiration as well. It's like, you know, so it seems attainable, but, and I think like a lot of us, I think it's actually really important to have like a little bit of that in our brand because people aspire to like meet you, talk to you, do work with you, create with you, you learn from you or whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. The aspiration is what makes us interested and keeps us following, right? You know, if we look at anybody you follow online, there is a sense of aspiration there. And if you can, and then you look at people who have aspirational photos in their brand, it's like, it's just that one extra notch, right? You're kind of like, oh, I really like, I feel that, right? If you create this aspirational and then you create an emotion, you really, you know, for me, like a really capture a person to where it feels like you, you're with them or you you're in that moment with them. And that's, that's a big piece of that aspiration. You know, there's like this visual, like our, our, our minds attach when we see a photo of a person, our minds attached to that. Right. And because especially if there's an emotion in the photo, we feel that emotion and then we like our brain attaches to that, that person in the photo. So that's part, that's also kind of a little bit more behind behind the idea of, of having great photography for your brand is that people connect with you more. They want to follow you. They want, you know, when you have that aspirational piece, like they want you to be their guide essentially. Yeah. I love that. Like I was just even thinking like with the, um, the shoot with Lewis, it's like you go out and you are hopping into hot air balloons. He talks about greatness to me. Like I, aspire to one day do something like that. Like I'm just living the dream basically, you know? And then, so you see him living the dream and he's living what he preaches. It makes me want to listen to him more because I feel like, you know, there's so many, there's so many people out there that like, maybe they just like preach and talk and they read the books and they do the thing all the time, but in their own lives, they don't actually live it themselves. And so when you see someone like Lewis, for instance, reaching his greatness, however that looks, and, and it looks like from the outside that he is, it makes me want to listen to his podcast more or like to go to a seminar or do something like that. And so like those photos really help build that story. Yeah, absolutely. He is that kind of guy where you like want to hang out with them. And, and, uh, he's very, from what I've, from what I've experienced, he's very true to, to his brand that he puts out there. And I feel like I've done a good job of capturing that and helping him to like step into that as well. You know, um, as creatives, like how important do you think it is to actually find a photographer and create content for ourselves on a selfish level? So we're building our own brand. I know I, I talk to a lot of photographers and they say like, oh, I'll get a friend to do it. It might not be the best thing or I don't need to do it because I'm a photographer and things like that. But um, I think so often not enough of us spend the time to really brainstorm and think about what it is we want our brand to look and how we want it to look, the aesthetic, everything else. And then actually going out there and then going like, this one's about me because I'm creating that brand for myself, you know? Yeah. You mean as creatives and photographers? Yeah. Like I think a lot of us, we tend to not do it for ourselves. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do it for such a long time. And then I think there was just, I also started building a podcast and doing some other things, but really now it's like, people want to know who's behind the art, who's behind the camera, especially because there's so many like creators and photographers and artists out there. I think, you know, people, there's this recent study done where, you know, it's like 74% of um, Americans, people are uh, more willing to buy from you if you have an established personal brand. So that's also a contributor, right? People want to build trust. They want to know who's behind the camera or behind the work. And so they trust you more. 
when they can see a human, when they can feel a human behind you, especially like, I mean, look at the internet these days. Like you don't know who's behind what. And it's crazy. I, I was just, I just watched this uh, documentary called trafficked and it was the first episodes on scams and how many scams are out there. Uh, Jamaica, the, the, the scam industry is bigger than the drug industry in Jamaica. And it's like this whole underground thing and they call people up and they just basically like find vulnerable people who will like send them money because they told them they won the lottery for millions of dollars and like they get them to wire a hundred thousand dollars as the fee. So you think about like that in regards to like your personal brand and building trust with your audience and People want to know, like I said, know who's behind it, who's behind the camera, who's behind the paintbrush, who's behind the music, you know, all the way into entrepreneurship, right? And when you're selling yourself as a product or a brand, I find it highly important. Yeah, I also think like you get paid more money because like the more that you're out there, the more desire someone has around what you do. And so, so often like the people that I work with, that get paid the least amount of money. Like they have a business name, not their own name. There's no photo of them on the website. There's no video anywhere. They don't show up on social media. And so what happens in my personal opinion is it becomes a commodity because it's like, oh, I'm just hiring you for your services, not actually for you. And so when I see someone like build the brand first, there's so much desire that it's like, yes, let's do the thing. Let's go to Turkey. Let's jump into a hot air balloon. Yes. You know, because it's more than just the photo. It's like you understand what the experience is going to be and you desire the outcome of that person that that actually has. Yeah, absolutely. And if you can tell as much of that story as possible for your clients, yeah, they're they're totally it creates that aspirational piece, right? That we were just talking about. Yeah. Also, like I think with um different standing out in personal brand, I was I was trying to think of all the entrepreneurs when we were sort of sitting there. One that sort of stood out was like Gary V. And it's so interesting. We can sort of like dress ourselves up and we can like kind of entertain or you can go Gary V style where he's like just like jeans and shirt and he's trying to be really attainable to everyone. But he builds his personal brand in a totally different way. Like the way that he speaks, the way that he swears on stage all the time, he could be very erupt and things like that. And so it's so interesting how like we all have something that we believe is important. And then we we speak our personal brand in all different ways. And it's so important that we do that. Yeah, absolutely. I was it's so funny. I was just thinking about that the other day because Gary's somewhat of a friend of mine and I've known him for a handful of years. He's worked at the charity that I work with and stuff like that. I just I just saw him and the other a few months ago. And I was like, you know, it's so interesting that he's never done any photography to build his yeah, brand. That's what I was it's thinking. Yeah. All about his content. But now he's, you know, now he's getting into magazines, right? So he's like that he was on the cover of Entrepreneur magazine. So he is kind of getting that's also like a catapult, right? If you're on the cover of a print magazine, the the, the industry is kind of doing that for you in a certain sense. Um, so he's but he's just built a big enough brand without it. It's fascinating. It's fascinating how we did do that. And now it's like full circle. And then you sort of have to catch up and learn all those aspects of it. And then like build, build out that section where a lot of people will do it the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's so many different ways, so many different ways to do it. I think he just started so early that he was able to like build an up a big enough brand before almost the personal brand was really a thing. I think mm. things have shifted so much in probably the last like six years, seven, seven years, maybe when, I mean, since social media, but still, 
you know, I think now everything's just become about the personal brand. Like even big brands are hiring personal brands. Like in this study, this Victoria's Secret, like they had their whole upshake with everything. And then they started hiring people for their personal brands, like the models and the different personalities. Instead of just hiring regular models, they went for people that had their own personal brand followings and built that. And then you look at like, companies you know like elon musk he's his own personal brand outside of tesla and all of his companies right and people follow him because they love him as a personality as a personal brand and then like the companies kind of follow suit and i mean you know his him and gary right their their personal brands are so big that they can shift an entire like market or industry by yeah, a tweet amazing. or by one thing right so it's fascinating how do you think they even got to that? Do you think it's just like putting out bulk content and being relentless with it until people sort of like take notice and then after a while trust them? Because obviously there's got to be so much trust in there to be able to move a market like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think Gary's just so big from his social media following and that's what he does, right? Like his whole company and his whole thing has been about building social media. So he's caused, he's created a big enough following that people and a, and a very concentrated following of people that listen to him. Mm. I think that Elon Musk, you know, he's more of like, he built some really great companies and then also likes to talk about it right he also likes to talk about them he likes to be in front of the he like be in the press be known so there's i think that's kind of like the the dynamic with him so he also is kind of more when you're pushing i think you can push into like the mainstream side of things where magazine print magazines will want to start like uh want to start covering you um, and they they end up doing the photo shoots and they bring the press and they bring that image. Um, and sometimes these guys, I'm sure, you know, Elon Musk has a PR company. I don't know, totally. if, I don't know if Gary does, but most of the big celebrities. I feel like Gary really, wouldn't. I feel like he's just like hustling it all himself. Yeah, I feel like he's just like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Just like, <laughs> I don't even think he really would like to be on the cover of like no. be shot, you know, photographed. I don't think that's his his game. <laughs> I oh, know. I'm yeah. just imagining it. I feel like he'd be uncomfortable with it. Just take the fucking shot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, look at Jay Shetty is one of those guys who's really went from like entrepreneur online to now mainstream, almost celebrity in his own right. Yeah. How do you think that happened? He's it. I mean, he's another guy. Like I know I've talked to him. He, you know, he built his own, he built a company. He was building viral videos for people before he put it onto his own brand. Wow. And then he started, he launched his own personal brand and content and then just started making viral videos. Uh, you know, he's like hiring actors and creating all this viral content and he knows the formula for it. So he built his brand out of that. And then he's just kind of a sought out guru oh, in a certain sense. I mean, he was like mentoring Will Smith and the, the, with the Bhagavad Gita and, now, you know, he's just like connected. He's just in that. He just like put him, you know, relationally, I think also put him into that world. And he's got a huge following as well. And he's really talks a lot about like making wisdom go viral. So his, all of his stuff, all of his content is very aimed towards a certain demographic and he knows how to speak to that demographic and he knows how to create content for it. So I think that's what mm. blew him up and put him on a stage. And then now he's, he's just like kind of built that whole thing. I think he has a PR firm now that helps with a lot of his stuff. 
Yeah, it's amazing. You know, like he's a good example because I, I wanted to actually ask you the question of like, if you think you're in your career for a sort of a long time, let's say Jay Shady before, like he sort of blew up, you could be in it. And then one of the least important things is like your personal brand, how you pre- portray yourself and things like that, because, because maybe like there's not that many people taking notice yet and things like that. And this is something I've seen over and over where someone actually reinvents themselves and then rebrands themselves and then shows up differently, sort of like halfway through their career and then they change gears and then they actually get like tremendous amounts of success from there. So I've seen that happen with musicians where they've like um, had a band that was really successful. Then they change bands, change the way that they look, the way that they dress, they're wearing like velvet blazers and things like that. Next minute, it's just like, it's big. And they've sort of stepped into themselves a lot more. And you can see that you see that with entrepreneurs where like, you know, they're just like behind a computer doing a thing, not really thinking about it. And the next minute they got, they feel like they've got celebrity status because they've stepped into really kind of pushing their personal brand and their image and everything like that. So do you think like, um, as entrepreneurs, like you can sort of rebrand yourself halfway through and really like shift gears? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the, that's the process of identity alchemy. I mean, I've gone through my own identity alchemy multiple times in my life of like really, you know, it's a process that it's like, like I said, it's deconstruct, curate, become. And so you can constantly be like deconstructing, curating and becoming into a new identity. We're always all, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you're probably realize that your own self-development really has the biggest effect on who you are as, as your, in your, as your business and how your business performs. And so as you learn and grow your identity shifts and changes. Right. And I know people that even have created this identity that they, they don't even love anymore that they put out a lot. And some people have like, they can't even, they don't even want to let that go. So like, then they become like this completely different person online than who they are. Um, and I feel like, you know, that's a space of incongruence, but yeah. Do you think that ever works? It's a good question. I think it depends on how people really come to know them in terms of like the difference between who they are and then actually meeting them in person. Right. Cause somebody could put out all kinds of content online that, you know, they act in this personality and they are this person on, on camera but like are completely different at home, you know, you know, how many of us will ever actually know that that's like the hard piece, but. Well, yeah, it's until you find like meet someone and like get to know them sort of on a deeper level. Like I've worked with some musicians actually in some entrepreneurs that have like, they built their brand, they built their music and everything like that. And then they've, they've grown and they've outgrown themselves and what they used to do. Like one example is I got a musician friend and when he first started, he was like very broken. And so he played very like broken music for people that had, you know, heartbreak and things like that in their lives. And he's over the last few years, he's like really worked on himself and now he's really positive and he's in a completely different space. And so when he does show up, sometimes like he tries to be the broken person that everyone wants him to be because they resonate with it, but he's outgrown that. And so he really wants to be the positive person now and like shift his music and things like that. So he's in a situation where he's like, should I push myself to where I want to be or should I stay where I've, what, like, I don't want to lose what I've already built. So I find that really fascinating. Yeah. I know somebody actually, Cody Simpson, do you know who he is? I don't know. Uh, artist he uh he got put through the pop machine it was this like total bubblegum pop and then just like went he's like i can't stand all doing all this and just went completely like jack johnson style like singer songwriter you know 
And I think you can, you know, you might lose people, but is it, is it, is it better to be authentic to who you are and live in alignment with who you are and like even tell the story of, of that, that journey, right? Because people probably love, that's the story that people love, right? People love the journey. The journey. If you, if you create a storyline of how you, you're, you're alchemizing and shifting and changing into this new identity that isn't, you know, you're leaving this old identity behind shedding it and then stepping into a new identity and you tell the story along the way and almost maybe even create concepts around that or, or, you know, talk about it on social media and, and, and wherever you're like getting out there, it could work really well for you. You know, you might, you're probably, you might lose other people, but you know, you're going to pave a new path and attract new people and attract people that resonate with you on that frequency. So mm-hmm. everything's a frequency. You know, the people that we attract in our life is is a, a direct representation of the frequency that we're operating on. And that shows through everything, through your photographs, through who you are, like even in a photograph, like I've seen people like shift in frequency of who they are and like people when I photograph them, will not even recognize the person in the photograph sometimes. Wow. They're like, wow, this is me. Like, that's amazing. Wow. So you can see a different frequency that they're putting out there. And then they're going to attract a different type of person to them. So identity alchemist is like when we're talking about frequencies and things like that, are you taking like a very holistic approach on like breaking people down on, you know, them learning who they are and how they want to represent themselves aesthetically, how do I want to be showing up and things like that, and then sort of building back up a new identity. Can you sort of um, talk me through your concept? Yeah. So, you know, it depends on where everybody's at. We all have a different space that we're from there, where they're, where we're coming from, but the, uh, the frequency, yeah, I, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm I've had my own personal transformational journeys, personal development, spirituality, and have learned a lot of stuff in the deeper spaces of, of ways of being and, and thoughts and possibilities. And so that's really kind of driven the whole identity alchemy process, right? So like, if you can deconstruct, the idea is to live in full alignment with who you are. And most people aren't, you know, so the, 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 on the course, I'm going to talk about, you know, the, the first part of the course, the deconstruction phase is, you know, say like deconstructing your adopted identity, like what, what society has told you, you needed to be, or your parents have told you you needed to be, or even the identity that you created that you needed to be. Right. (laughs) And Mm. it's like, it could be wherever you're at, there's a different, we've all, we've all like stepped into this identity that we felt so locked into for me it was like being a full-on commercial photographer and when my business started crashing when when social media started rising the the whole industry shifted my business started going downhill and i didn't know what to do i thought i was my my self-worth and validation everything was coming from my photography career of who i was shooting what i was shooting and when that crashed i crashed And, you know, I had to come through and realize that like, I, you know, who I was shooting and what I was shooting is not who I am. Like my, my commercial photography career is not who I am. I'm someone way different than that. And that's just what I do. Right. And so that was the identity that I had to let go of to be able to step into this new identity in this new space, which feels even more expansive. I started a podcast. I, I make hats. Like I'm doing so many different things that I love in a whole different way. 
And I've had to like let go of that identity to even step into this one, right? So that's a very holistic, egocentric, and like almost an ego death, right? To let go. I think of it's the hardest identity. thing for people to do. Like they hate letting go. Like they love the idea of something new, but they hate letting go of all the things that they've built. Yeah, especially if like all of your validation and self worth is coming from the identity that you built, right? Like if you put in everything, if that crumbles, you crumble. That's what、mm. happened to me. Like I, I went to emotional spiral. I went to a dark night of the soul because of it. And so, as you grow, as we grow, we learn how to, you know, the really, really deep identity alchemy is learning how to really shed attachment to any identity and realize that we are just playing a game and we can be ever whoever the fuck we want to be、mm. in this life. It's a video game, right? Like we think that we're like supposed to be this one person that we grew up and this is how it is and. Because I have these traumas, this is who I am, and yada yada yada. When in fact is like that's the fact is is we're here now, and we get to be whoever we want to be in this moment, and the next moment, and the moment, the next moment. Yeah, you know, we get to create the moments that we choose to to live in our life. So back to the deconstruction phase of identity alchemy, it's this space of. Yeah, really deconstructing who you've been, where you were, deconstructing your adopted identity, deconstructing your natural identity of who you, what's your superpower is, what's your gifts, what do you love to do, what's your passions, what do you love to do, you know, all these different things, and then you know, what are these new, you know, what belief systems do you have, what's important to you, what are your priorities, you know, really taking a, a, an examining look at that, and then being able to say, okay, I'm going to step into the curation phase of like, okay, who do I want to be. Like what belief systems do I want to adopt, or do I want to like live in right now? Right, you know, like I never used to be about health and wellness. Now, like that's my one of my top priorities is taking care of myself. And I meditate every day. I eat healthy. I exercise and do movement every day. Like this is a new iteration of my identity, right? So that was something that I've slowly curated over the years and have stepped into that. And then the becoming of that. Is okay now. This is like a piece of who I am. This is who I want to exemplify when I'm walking through this world, and who I'm being in the world, and who I'm being when I'm here in this podcast, or who I'm being when I'm doing a, fo- a photo shoot with somebody. Right. So taking somebody to that space of who do they, and then you know helping them crystallize that for themselves through photography and through through photographs. So that's kind of the over overarching process, and it can go deeper and deeper and deeper, and <laughs> so down the rabbit holes we go. And so, do you work with a lot of one-on-one clients, like,、um, or do you do sort of more like group training things like that? Well, the、uh, the course is going to be an online. I'm going to do it live、uh, once, at least once, and then. I'm gonna start doing group photo shoots where I'll do like a dinner with me, and then people like meet in a certain city, and then you know I do I'll do I'll shoot like ten people in a day, and we'll all hang out, and that'll kind of be the next step, and then the the step after that is like the one on one photo shoots with me. Yeah.、Um, but I'm also looking into doing even higher ticket packages where it could include like a medicine journey. Ceremony to really, really go deep into the deconstruction phase, and and you know, so on. I'm still kind of developing that stuff, and then who knows? Maybe I'll do more retreats down the road. I'm speaking at different. I'm doing a identity alchemy workshop in Cabo at a mastermind next month. So like, I'm、awesome. I'm doing live events. I hosted a couple plant medicine retreats last year with a couple small groups. So 
things are starting to percolate in more live experiences as well. Could be one-on-one, could be group. It's so cool. Like um, just sort of seeing what you're doing right now. And I feel like you're sort of on the edge of doing like big things and you are doing big things, but it's like the journey of letting go of all the things that you did in the past and then being able to rediscover yourself. And then what do you actually love? And then rebuilding yourself, learning all those new skills learning what actually makes you happy and how you can best serve people around you. And then, and then the next steps like bringing it out to the world and how can you actually like deliver those things. So it's such a fun journey, an amazing journey for you to like to share and for us to see, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I know you got a podcast. Do you want to just share where we can find you and where we can work with you? Yeah. I mean, Instagram's probably the the main hub at Nick Onken, N-I-C-K-O-N-K-E-N. And there's the links to my other Instagrams there. Onken.co is my main website. You can get to the podcast from there. Onken Made is the uh, the hats, um, the custom hats. And yeah, photographed by Onken. That's the, uh, <laughs> that's the, the portfolio page of my photography. So. Perfect, man. Well, I'll be over in... Um... Los Angeles this year. I'm actually going over a couple of times to do some workshops and speaking gigs and stuff. So I'll definitely cross paths and I'll definitely book myself into one of these sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. I'm in I'm in New York, but frequently in LA. All right, sweet. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, Make Your Breakers. Want to streamline your audible dose of inspiration, motivation, and creative biz insights with a custom playlist made just for you? Um, was that a yes, please? Kicking our arses into gear, sifting through all of Make Your Break's episodes to date. Yep, we're talking all 200 plus episodes. We've meticulously curated some banging playlists just for for you. We want to help you to make that break ASAP. So whether you're a newbie or have listened to every episode a million times, jump into the show notes and check out the little something something we whipped up to generate your very own custom playlist.